This is QJ Martin, and you're listening to the Write a Novel podcast, providing you with the tools and instructions that you need to write your novel. Hello, and welcome to Season 1, Episode 13 of the Write a Novel podcast. In this week's episode, we're going to be discussing something that can be a challenge for many authors, even for experienced ones and that is developing an ensemble cast. But before we get into that, let's go over the writing term of the week. This week's term is foil. A foil is a character whose qualities contrast those of another character in a story. When a character serves the role of foil in a story, it's usually with the purpose of emphasizing the qualities of the character whom they contrast. In this way, the main character is able to shine when compared with the foil. In fact, the term foil itself comes from the old practice of backing gems with foil in order to cause them to appear to shine more brightly. A foil character is often the complete opposite of the character that they reflect. This is almost always the case with antagonists. For example, the movie The Dark Knight includes two prominent foils for the main character of Bruce Wayne and those are the Joker and Harvey Dent. The Joker functioned on the belief that Gotham was beyond saving, and all it needed was one person to give it a push and watch it all come crashing down. This belief was a foil to Bruce Wayne's belief that all the city needed was one person to believe in it and fight for it in order to save it. Harvey Dent served as a foil to Bruce Wayne in, ironically, two different ways over the course of the film. Initially, he believed that the city could be saved by a white knight fighting out in the open for all to see. After his tragic disfigurement and the loss of his fiancée Rachel Dawes at the hand of the Joker, however, he came to believe that everything he had done up to that point was a waste. Bruce Wayne, in contrast, believed that his cause was worth the effort and the sacrifice of both Rachel and, eventually, himself. In all three of these cases, the foils serve to contrast Bruce Wayne's beliefs in a way that brings him to the foreground and develops him as a character. Who is your favorite character foil? Let me know on Twitter at QJ underscore author, or head over to my website at thewriterseverything.org slash transcripts so that you can comment on this post directly. Okay, so there are very few writing choices as risky for any author as creating a novel with an ensemble cast. So much can go wrong if you choose this course, especially if you're a beginning writer. If done well, however, the rewards are more than equal to the challenge. The question we have to ask then is what is the secret to developing a satisfying, enjoyable ensemble cast? First, let's address what an ensemble cast is. Many stories, such as Divergent and The Hunger Games in the YA dystopian genres, or Iron Man and Spider-Man in the superhero genres, focus on a single protagonist. Romance stories often revolve around two main characters. Stories with an ensemble cast, however, have a variety of different characters, many of which qualify as main characters in the story. 
Fantasy stories such as The Lord of the Rings and Game of Thrones have ensemble casts, as do YA adventure stories like Stranger Things, murder mysteries like Clue and Knives Out, and even a small subgenre of romance stories like Valentine's Day. Sometimes, ensemble casts can be fairly forgettable. It's easy for all the characters to blend together to the point where we can't even identify individual characters, let alone sympathize with and root for them. So how do we differentiate the characters of an ensemble cast? While having rounded, well-developed characters is important, that's not quite enough in my opinion. In fact, the more nuanced each character is, the harder it will be for your readers to be able to distinguish them. That's why it's so important to link each of them to one or two distinct characteristics right away. Think about the cast of The Lord of the Rings. Now there are three primary, human-sized male characters that all live a long time and are talented fighters. Now that could have the potential to be a bit confusing if they weren't each given a unique characteristic or trait. So let's consider each of these characters. First, we have Aragorn, a descendant of the Dúnedain, basically humans with extremely long lifespans. Then we have Gandalf, who is a wizard. And finally, we have Legolas, a smooth-faced elf. So already we have some unique features for each of these characters. One wears gray robes, has long gray hair, and an equally long gray beard. Another has dark hair with neatly trimmed facial hair. And the third has blonde hair and a smooth face. So even with those few simple details, you already know exactly who I'm talking about with each character. But there's more to differentiating your characters than just giving them distinct looks. So let's consider one more unique quality of each of these characters. If they were to get into a fight, which weapon would they use? Now if I were to say sword, which character immediately comes to mind? Aragorn, of course. What about staff? Well that's Gandalf, obviously. Bow and arrows? Well that would be Legolas. Without even getting into the details of their character development, their goals and aspirations and personality types, we already have three clear pictures in our heads. Okay, so what if the characters we want to differentiate are not so easy to relate to? What if they were, say, half our size, all with unkempt mops of hair and a consistent lack of beards? Well, the Hobbits and the Lord of the Rings could have easily blended together and been indistinguishable from each other. In fact, I'd dare to say that Merry and Pippin were just that in the first Lord of the Rings film, The Fellowship of the Ring. But as the other two movies were released, they really began to stand out from each other. In this case, it's their most basic qualities and motives that help us to keep them straight. Frodo is self-sacrificing. Samwise is loyal. Merry causes trouble, but he also has a deep-seated sense of duty. Pippin is clumsy and brash, almost always acting without thinking. Compare that to the 13 dwarves that appear in The Hobbit. In the book, all 13 of them are basically indistinguishable from each other. They have names that sound like they're taken straight from a verse of an Eminem song. Dwalin, Balin, Keely and Feely, Dori, Nori and Ori, Owen and Glowin, Beefer, Bofer, Bumber, and Thorin. The films tried to flesh these characters out, and they succeeded to a point, but only after an entire film and a half or so had passed. 
This is absolutely too long to wait to give your characters a unique trait or characteristic to help your audience to identify with them. Now let's think about another fairly recent film with an ensemble cast. The 2019 murder mystery thriller Knives Out. Now I'm going to read off some key words or phrases that relate to the different characters in this film. See if you don't automatically picture who I'm talking about. Famous author. Pukes when lying. Successful businesswoman. Cheater. Failed health guru. Publishing CEO. Trust fund brat. Far left liberal. Far right conservative. Even if you don't remember the names of all the different characters from Knives Out, it's fairly likely that you were able to picture each of them from those descriptions alone. Now if the last two didn't ring any bells, maybe the titles that were used in the film itself will. Snowflake and literally a Nazi. These characteristics are what you're able to hook onto while enjoying the story. And every time you see one of them, you remember, if nothing else, at least one of their standout attributes. How can we apply this to our novels in our effort to differentiate our ensemble casts? Well, how about trying this the next time you have a chance? Sit down with a piece of paper, or your favorite note-taking app, and put the names of each of your characters as headings. Then, try to give each of them one or two unique characteristics. You can definitely include a physical attribute for each of them, such as Jim has a limp, Luke has an eye patch, Tony has a rotund body. But also, be sure to include personality traits, likes, and interests. Jim misses the glory days of his football career. Luke will jump on any excuse to go hunting. Tony loves to cook. That doesn't mean that you might not have several characters in your story that share a common interest. All of the kids in Stranger Things love to play D&D. But even in a situation like that, you could still differentiate them. One of them loves to write the adventures and be Game Master. Another one likes to act out voices. A third character always runs into things without thinking, and the entire group suffers the consequences. Of course, once you've differentiated your characters in an ensemble cast, your next goal should be to make sure that none of them are flat, one-note characters. In the next episode, I'll address what we can do to make sure that each of our many characters are well-developed, rounded, and interesting. So what type of ensemble story are you working on? Let me know on Twitter at QJ underscore author or go to thewriterseverything.org slash transcripts, and you can leave a comment on this post directly. Okay, so now it's time for this week's character development question, which is, what do others do to celebrate the character's birthday? What others choose to do on a character's birthday can be just as influential to the plot of the story as the actions of the character himself. In Star Trek The Next Generation, Worf's shipmates in an alternate reality choose to forego his preferences, throwing him a surprise party in spite of his dislike for such occasions. In Sixteen Candles, Samantha eagerly looks forward to receiving a surprise party for her birthday, but her family ends up forgetting all about it, and she has to occupy her time with other activities. In The Amazing Spider-Man 2, Neither Max Dillon's mother nor his boss remember his birthday. 
and because of that, he is forced to work overtime and suffers a tragic accident, transforming into the super-powered Electro. And this would be when I leave you with the writing prompt of the week, but we've already had it earlier in this episode. So, to remind you, your goal is to write down the names of each of your characters in a document or on a piece of paper, and include one or two unique characteristics for each of them. Be creative, make each one unique, and let me know what you come up with on Twitter at QJ underscore author. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of the Write a Novel podcast. If you'd like to read a transcript of this episode, you can find it at thewriterseverything.org slash transcripts. If you'd like to listen to future episodes, be sure to subscribe on whatever platform you're currently listening on. And be sure to give it a rating while you're at it to let me know what you think of the podcast. If you'd like to support the podcast, you can do so at patreon.com slash qjmartin. For your convenience, all the reference links will also be in the show notes. Thank you.